Hi, good afternoon. Welcome to the Wise Divine Woman podcast. Today I have with me again, my friend Mary Whitman, who is an intimacy counselor and coach. And she has a fabulous platform on Facebook and on YouTube. But we have a brand new surprise happening that's on launching on February the 13th. Mary, why don't you tell us about that? And welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited and I appreciate you having me. Well, well, I love how God leads us because mm-hmm. I see um, puzzle pieces and I see dots and then he begins to connect it and you realize, oh, I could not have gotten to this level if I had not laid out the foundation and, and trusted him. So the beautiful thing about where I am right now and how God brought me here is that Five years ago this month, I was speaking to church leadership about a training, but they weren't able to help me with that. Mm -hmm. And at first I was disappointed because I had a vision and I knew it was significant and it needed to happen. And I was trusting God with that. So I definitely was disappointed. But what it did was prompt me in another area. And now looking back these last five years, I have had so many opportunities to talk to women and couples in the faith community all around the world. And gaining that experience is exactly what I needed to sort of come full circle. So at this point, when I talk to church leadership and say, hey, I want to help you be equipped to meet the needs within your congregation because sexual wounds, sexual brokenness is rampant and we need, um, we need a system, we need tools. It's not undoable. It's very much within our reach. And it, it seems like now is the time. So that's exciting. I was, I was texting my husband and I'm like, I'm so glad God kept my heart Right. So I didn't get bent out of shape over things going a little different five years ago, because now I see more and more of how it's coming together. Yeah, it's about a willingness to to be humble to where, you know, God wants you to be walking through rather than us rushing ahead and making these plans for ourselves. We don't do that, do we? Never. It's so amazing, right? So, so the title of, so this new leadership course, what is the title of it? True Intimacy in Marriage for Church Leadership. That's amazing. That's so And it incredible. will, it will, uh, the, the leadership, the, the training that the leadership goes through is the entire program. So they get 12 lessons, video, workbook, the whole bit. And then out of that, there's eight lessons that will be for couples only Mm -hmm. um, because the leaders need a little bit different information, a little bit more thorough information, especially when we talk about healing from sexual wounds. But they also need to know exactly what is being taught to the couples. And with this type of training, they they can set up small groups. They can do, uh, gosh, two Saturday workshops. They could do a retreat or they are equipped to meet one-on-one and have some really significant mentorship happening with um, those couples that come to them with a problem. 
Mm -hmm. And do you hope that this is going to also encourage uh, leadership or pastors to speak about intimacy and and uh, marriage and couples and wounds from the pulpit? I do. I do. And I know there is uh, a, a scenario where pastors are unaware of the significance of the problem, how, how couples are struggling. Pastors don't usually see it until it blows up. And they find mm -hmm. out that there's infidelity, there's sexual sin, there's pornography, there's a, a marriage that's shattered. Then yeah. they see it. So they've been more proactive in, in the cleanup business so that when there's, there's a problem and then they, they do something to help. But I'm all about, let's be proactive. Yeah. So my, my hope is that with the tools, then they have confidence and then they mm -hmm. have those steps. So in, in the past, they've pushed back by thinking, you know, I don't necessarily have these techniques and skills. Maybe this should be work that someone who's specialized, um, a therapist, what have you, that it's their role. But, but pastors are frontline. And I know yeah. this true, that there are many times that couples will finally come to speak to a pastor. And, and by the time they get there, they've been through so much. Pastor might have a qualified referral for them for more professional help. But then that it can fall through the cracks one more time. Mm -hmm. so every time they share their story and someone is not equipped to help them, it, it can stir things up. And yeah. I, just, I just want to meet the couple wherever they are and get them that, that hope and that healing as fast as possible. And I think having this sort of foundation teaching it, it, it allows that building of the marriage foundation to start happening even at a younger mm. age. I, I can really see uh, the, the future of it because it's not so much in the recovery, which is necessary because it's, it's so hard to find Christian counselors or Christian marriage uh, people or even in here, around here, at least it's very hard to find a Christian counselor. Um, but it's um, it needs to start even before marriage is considered and it needs to happen in building up not just strong women as, as sort of we sort of are drawn towards, but it is also assisting young men to grow up strong and understand the importance of marriage from a biblical um, aspect, which doesn't get taught as much as as well it's that foundation sometimes that gets missed to build up a strong um, strong youth and strong young adults to then change this tide that's been happening with marriages oh right? absolutely absolutely and I have very different conversations with young couples versus couples who've been married 10 20 years their, their experiences mm -hmm. are so different one of my favorite questions that makes everybody go, what is, uh, has your, has your sex life been born again? Mm. And the thought process is what, before you got married, um, or before you came a Christian, I'll say you, you had an idea of what sex would be, whether you were married or not, whether you were participating or not, but just 
becoming a Christian doesn't instantly make you have a Christian sex life. And the, to, to, to finish that thought, so I don't cause any more confusion, the, the goal is to see it how God sees it. So it's not <laughs> skewed towards the world where it's very selfish and anything goes, but it's uh, to both parties detriment. And then skewed on the other side with a religious mindset that is so limited and, yeah. uh, and shuts people down, brings on suppression. So to be mm-hmm. redeemed or, or born again in your sex life is to see it the way God does. And that's been when I've taught a lot of my um, small groups with couples, just to see the aha moments going on for these, particularly the young men to mm-hmm. just have a completely different view of it. And, and to know that sex is good according to God, but it's not the world's version of good because what God has designed just is stellar. <laughs> yeah. And, and this isn't a conversation that you have. These are just not topics that you discuss and it, it certainly is, uh, and I know in your group on your private group in Facebook, these are topics that we've talked about for years now, and um, and it's such an amazing time because I know even within, so within your group on Facebook, you're still hosting women's workshops as well, or are you focusing? I actually haven't hosted a women's only for a couple of years now so i'm but i i meet with yes i I work with couples primarily um but in in group settings but i certainly still meet with women as private clients in my coaching that's so amazing it's so needed Mm -hmm. and i love that you have just honored and that whole process you know of, of that that uh, that revelation download right five years ago and then stayed to course because you knew it was what you were supposed to be doing. Yes. And I thought everyone else should know it too. Yeah. <laughs> you must get surprised sometimes by people's kind of, I guess not anymore, but um, even for pastors, because this is now where you are now talking to pastors and talking to leaders and not just from one denomination, but perhaps many different denominations. Um, and then be like, you're probably um, stunned sometimes in their inability to talk about uh, intimacy and relationships at the level that you do. Yes, yes. And one of my sadder experiences with me was meeting, this is years ago, meeting with um, pastor of a mega church. And he was very much an advocate for anti-trafficking. He hosted events locally. He hosted events in Israel. He was definitely supporting survivors of trafficking but was not able to make the connection to what was happening in his backyard or in the, the pew down the a couple of seats over where um, the problems were there and the, um, the pornography use that is so connected to trafficking. So if you, if you don't see all of the pieces 
then it's um, it's difficult to be effective. It is, it is, and it is those those eye opening um, opportunities for the leaderships and to really start making changes and be able to stop uh, stop the pornography industry or uh, at least make headway with it and the trafficking and it doesn't just happen overseas it's so prevalent here in in Canada and in the United States that um, uh, people just kind of close a, a put a blind eye to it and it's just so sad right right, right. so sad yeah, and it, they need to. If I'm muffled, I apologize. Um, the, the people do need to open their eyes to see what is happening, uh, the exploitation that happens all across uh, the world does happen in their backyards. So it's it's sad. Yes, but if we can get the right information, the right heart <laughs> attitude to know the blessings of sexual intimacy in marriage, then I believe that will have a huge impact on reducing pornography, which will then reduce um, the trafficking world. I think so. And I think you have it right there. It's that it's educating about the intimacy within the marriage, educating Mm -hmm. it within with, with God's blessing in that, because I mean, it's so exciting to read through the songs of Solomon and, and that outpouring of passion. And, and then how is that, you know, you know, how can I relate that to the marriage and how can I then reignite the mm. passion within the marriage and how is that going to glorify God, which is not a conversation people have in when you have sex and glorify God. So it's that really <laughs> that, but it should be because in all things that we do, right. God mm-hmm. has created this incredible marriage, created this opportunity, created all of our senses. And then to understand that, uh, that is just incredible, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And my, my catchphrase for that type of situation is, can I be holy and hot? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and definitely the, the holy aspect Christians have great ease in, well, not all of them, but, you know, they're more prone to, to understand that. But hot is, is such a uh, worldly charged word. So I have to go back and redefine that. What is, what is hot or what is the equivalent of it in language that is acceptable? And then we begin to see with your spouse, you can have freedom. You can be playful you can feel super attractive you can dress ways move ways say things that are in the privacy of your marriage in your bedroom that are um, enticing and sensual so there's a, a huge thumbs up on that but it is an, a bit of an education piece. I know it can't all be education because if information was only the answer, then so many issues would have already been addressed. Yeah. But, but the education and, and certainly praying for Holy Spirit to open doors, to open eyes, let this, let this be the time. Why not? Mm-hmm. That is honestly such a blessing that, that you've 
really are advocating for that. And it's so necessary uh, for uh, leadership to start talking in these, in this language and talking in this, um, this, this topic, which is just so necessary to make uh, that such grand changes for marriages moving forward. So tell me about your podcast. What are you going to be talking about? Who are your people going to be? What's going to be happening with that? Absolutely. The podcast is called Intimacy Made Simple. And guess what? We're talking about intimacy. The, yes. uh, and it's a huge range because I believe that sexual intimacy is an overflow of all of the areas where you are one with your spouse in marriage. And, and that's a, a, an education piece that sexual intimacy is not just the physical act of sex. Yeah. It is spirit, soul, and body that are involved, that are, that are sharing, that are interacting. So that we'll, we'll unpack that in every way possible. I actually have a co-host on my podcast because I thought this needs to happen in a conversation. Yeah. It needs to happen in uh, ongoing dialogue where we have the history. I mean, I love being a guest. I love having fresh perspective from guests, and I may incorporate that eventually. But at this point, uh, the the initial episodes are going to be dialogue uh, with my co-host and I, and we have a whole series. Now, I have one really cool feature that I'm excited about, and that is I will let my listeners submit a recorded question that can be answered. Oh, that's amazing. Yes, yes. So it'll be set up on my website and they can just go right to the podcast page and record and leave a message. And then as that fits in our sequence of topics, then we will we'll pull that up and, and air your question. Oh, that's beautiful. Hmm. That is really, really nice. Yes. Yeah, that's incredible. So and, and uh, so your co-host is also um, a coach as well, or just someone who knows your uh, work and is also, or is it another type of um, coach? She is not a coach. She actually attended um, one of my live uh, couples groups. She and her husband attended and it just spoke to her. It God used it, ignited it, and she's younger than I am and has a different energy level than I yeah. do. So the dynamics are there. But I have to tell you, she's a grandmother and I'm not. So we have, uh, you know, very different perspectives, but have just seen God do amazing things in our lives. The, the number of ways you can be sexually broken, I mean, <laughs> unfortunately, there's so many ways. And there I wanted so to be able... To, to represent that so that people would hear their story in mm -hmm. our perspectives and realize if God can bring healing and wholeness to, to Mary, if God can bring healing and wholeness to Rachel, then he will can and will do it in my life too. That's amazing. It's so true. It's so true. And I am so thrilled and excited for that so they can uh they have the ability of uh finding the intimacy made simple podcast uh through anchor but then also once it's uploaded into the eight different platforms that are available 
uh, through Anchor, which is incredible. And I really hope that you're going to be able to upload video because you are so beautiful, have such a background. And I'm sure that the the banter and the laughing and the smiling between the both of you is going to certainly set the stage as well. So I really hope that that will be part of um, the opportunity down the road. And I know uh, people want to know more about you. They can find you on YouTube. Now the YouTube is that the intimacy made simple as well. Um, at this point, it's under my name, Mary Whitman Ortiz, but I'm opening an additional channel. As a matter of fact, today's the day that the new channel opens. So th there'll be some teaser um, podcast uh, sessions on there yes. before it goes uh, official. And I just wanted to get my audience aware so that February 15th, they'll be, um, they'll be all set up for it. That's so exciting. That's so exciting. So in our show notes today, I will give you all of Mary's uh, social information and uh, all that opportunities that are able. So Mary, just to, because we're going to, I'm going to launch this uh, probably not Valentine's Day, but probably the date, the week before Valentine's so that people can uh, kind of get that momentum and out of the people who listen daily or listen when I upload, then they have the opportunity to then maybe um, learn more about intimacy and marriage for Valentine's as well. Not that it happens that quick, but what is one nugget of wisdom that women um, can use when creating that sort of um, ambiance for Valentine's Day moving forward? Oh, oh! In, in a nutshell, 30 seconds or less, save the whole sex life there. No, um, truly it's how you see yourself. That mm -hmm. is where everything starts because you have to prepare your heart, your mind, your spirit, your body and give your mental yes to then be able to, to freely engage. So women have so much power in how they show up and that, that place of authenticity that they desire, they can actually create. They have the, the authority to do that. So being open to all of God's goodness and, and knowing that um, I, can, I can love myself so that sense of value and believing in how God made you, mm -hmm. that is super sexy. And that is, yes. that's a great starting place. I think so. When, as soon as you said that, I was reminded of Esther. Mm. Like she, she made, she made such an, and it was not just about the fasting and the preparing to change the heart of her King. Um, but it was the, time and preparation that it took for her to even just become Esther all of that um the the self-care the lotion the frankincense the uh, all of the different things that she did to prepare herself to capture the heart of the king and it's it's kind of in that type of sense and it's not just you know um it, it's a mindset that we right. need to love ourselves, understand how God sees us and all the, and working on that forgiveness aspect and that, and that uh, overcoming, but it is also that level of self-care and self-nurture that needs to happen because we have to prepare our bodies, our minds, and our souls for all that God has prepared, is preparing for us. And if we haven't been able to do that and take care of that 
with our personal and private relationship with God, how do you expect him to make that way for that personal and private relationship with your husband or spouse? It's so true. And if you're expecting that need to be met by your husband, then you've, you've asked for too much. You've made it impossible because he's not God and he can't do your part. And that, that works the same the other way. Wives yeah. cannot fill that void for their husbands. So how you see yourself and how you interact with God is your responsibility. But then that is also, it's, it's so great to know that um, we are not left victims. We have power. We have mm -hmm. choices. Mm -hmm. And all of those things will, will make our relationships so much more meaningful. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's absolutely perfect. And I love it. And I just pray that there is a, a way made for all of this to happen with ease, as God has planned in ahead with the, the ministry course, and with the leadership courses. And I, you're that your, um, your podcast will just make headway out there because it's such an important message, Mary. And, it, and I, I just loved it. I loved it since the first time I've heard of it. And, and that was just brilliant. And so I thank you so much for joining me again today on the wise divine woman and all the information to connect. And if you're a leader out there listening to this or part of leadership in your church, and you know that this is going to make a change for your community and congregation, Mary is the one to talk to and get in touch with. And I'll leave all that information there. So just pray abundance and uh, so much, you know, like it's like the, the, you've already parted the sea, right? Because you've already prayed that into fruition, but it's just that continuation of, of where God's leading you then and your obedience. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much yeah. for and letting me speak to your listeners. Oh, I love it. They love it. I think it's fantastic. It's so necessary. Mm -hmm. It's a good topic. So thank you so much.